0: This podcast contains themes that some listeners may find upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. This is Anthems. I'm Christy Koo, poet, performer and producer. Right now I'm sat at my kitchen table looking at a bouquet of flowers my friend sent me. Your word of the day is Ascension. I'm not sure what will kill me first. The virus, the loneliness, or the racism. I've been thinking about those who look like me, those who have been attacked. Those who have had their homes and businesses graffitied, those who have had fists and fires thrown at them. When the enemy is invisible and cannot be fought with violence, bodies are assigned to write out anger on. This fear isn't new. It's just been amplified. I have been long familiar with this fear in the pre COVID 19 world. The fear of going outside because who knows which stranger will appear at what point to attack you. Of looking up every new location, country, city, or neighbourhood to check racism rates before going. Wearing sunglasses, low caps, ducking eyes down to try and hide your race. Wondering if you can rewrite your body language, code switch until you get whiplash, adjust your accent until you're so fluent people let you be those same people who pose amongst our landscapes take from our culture, sorry appreciate those who eat our food and then use the same mouths to spit on our people i'm told it's paranoia given it won't happen to you it's not guaranteed it only needs to happen to me once Do not tell me to swallow my fear when you are not regularly force-fed it. The danger will not end post-lockdown, post-cures, when or if science gives us miracles and vaccines are distributed. There will be no end date for racism against East Asians. Across the world, racism rates against East Asians have exploded. According to the South China Morning Post, quote, in the first three months of 2020, police say there have been at least 267 recorded hate crimes against Chinese, East Asian and Southeast Asian people in Britain, compared with 375 in the whole of 2019. Thousands more are believed to have gone unreported, end quote. In Australia, anti-discrimination NSW have recorded a surge in anti-Asian racism during the coronavirus pandemic. In America, there have been case after case of abuse, property damage and attacks particularly fueled by the president's insistence on referring to COVID-19 as the Chinese virus or Kong flu. (laughs) despite the World Health Organization warning against racializing diseases, as he continues to ignore expert advice. The media deliberately uses East Asian people when reporting about the virus, even when the story has nothing to do with East Asian countries. As a result, children and elderly of East and Southeast Asian descent are targeted, attacked on the streets and in schools. There's been a huge increase in anti-Chinese hate speech on online platforms such as Twitter. There's no point trying to clarify whether or not you're Chinese. Like people have ever bothered to try and tell the difference between us. The new do you eat dogs is do you eat bats? All foul things come from somewhere. How clean is your soul? I've been thinking of East Asian people who have been in my life, who are family members, friends, who have rolled their eyes or asked, what's the point whenever conversations of representation, diversity and unifying and supporting our communities come up? Those who have enjoyed being called the model minority for too long, who have never realized that we can so easily be the next group for scapegoating. Those who have enjoyed being treated as white with an exotic side by colleagues. Who are now puzzled as to why those same colleagues started cringing away, covering their mouths and stepping back. Those who are realizing racism is not just a personal insult, but an attack on all of us. There's an idea that all people of color sit together peacefully with our seasoned food and make white people jokes in harmony. We're not magically unified under the BAME umbrella. We've been put in the same boat. Don't know if we want to call the boat BAME, or POC, or Global Majority, etc. Don't know if we should be placed in the same boat in the first place. And in the meantime, have to figure out how to drive this thing and navigate all our issues there has been a long splintering amongst communities of people of color. Kathy Park Hong, who describes herself as a poet, writer, professor, and daughter of Korean parents writes, quote, in the popular imagination, Asian-Americans inhabit a vague purgatorial status, not white enough nor black enough, distrusted by African-Americans, ignored by whites unless we're being used by whites to keep the black man down, end quote. The model minority myth has been used to pit us against each other, particularly Asian communities against black communities, with some Asians across the world actively using the myth to their profit. The splintering continues amongst Asians and within East Asian communities due to colorism, history, aftermaths of wars, and so on. I dreamt of golden futures where if I could only survive my childhood, I could move away from racist areas to more diverse cities. I ran away to the big city hoping to be lost in a unification of, we know what racism is like, so we don't do that to each other, right? Instead, I find sickness and fellow victims of racism being racist I grew up as fast as possible, for what? After Brexit, as this country becomes more hostile, as Britain seeks to end freedom of movement, those who can't move away feel closed off, claustrophobic. I've been thinking of those who have been fighting for so long, who are exhausted whenever it feels like nothing has changed. I've been thinking of how we're expected to become more western in order to fit in. To discard our Asianness like it's a dirty old coat we inherited and have been clinging to. If only we became more of service, performed more, ticked off checklist after checklist, then we would be graced with the absence of assault. We Cannot rely on white approval. We cannot have to prove our humanity, whilst everyone else is automatically higher, holier, cleaner, blameless, the normal, the center, and the correct. I've been thinking of how a few months ago we looked at Hollywood and the music chart. We looked at how people like us were breaking through into the dreamscapes of entertainment and pop culture. We hoped it would lead to global change, it would seep into everyday life where we're normalized and seen as the active participants we are. Now, we're being hurt. We fear environments growing more hostile, That we will be pushed away or never be selected, always passed over or cut out. I'm afraid to be seen. The more work I do, the higher my profile, the bigger the target on my back. I have seen what they do to people like me. Escape is not an option. I cannot go back where I came from. I have nowhere to run. I am here. I have always been here. So I'm standing my ground. Being quiet and docile will not save me. I've tried. Audre Lorde, writer and civil rights activist who described herself as black, lesbian, mother, warrior, poet, says... Quote, your silence will not protect you, End quote. There are no sunglasses or caps. I'm looking right at you. I have survived all my health, so bring another. I'll rearrange the furniture and take it over. I do not seek to gain approval or value, I give it to myself. I am reclaiming my worth. I am afraid. I will continue to be afraid and move anyway. I'll adapt, pivot and go on. I do not know many things and there are many things I am not. Nonetheless, I am rising and will learn as I go along with an open mind, open heart and open palms. I am not holding myself back. I live on in my work. So... This is for the East Asian diaspora. Those who are learning not to shut down when something feels wrong and are trying to find the words for it. Those who have been fighting for so long. Those non-believers and hypocrites and prodigals who realise they never belonged in white spaces and now want to come home. You are loved. We're here for you. I am calling for us to gather, guide, and help each other, and to form meaningful alliances with other oppressed communities, keeping intersectionality and allyship at the core. The traumas we have been through as individuals and communities are unique. We can draw parallels, but not always direct reflections. We can recognise and hold this while simultaneously coming together. We have been pitted against each other. We could tear each other apart, continue to subconsciously inherit white supremacist thoughts, or we can unite. Again, Audre Lorde writes, quote, "I am not free as long as one person of color remains chained, nor is any one of you." End quote. Fight. Not just for your community, but for all those oppressed. We are multitudes of identities, ethnicities, races, sexualities, gender identities, and we are stronger for it. The rights I have and my ability to understand racial discourse has been founded on the efforts by black activists. I have personally been raised built and championed by black creatives and black leaders throughout my life now i'm asking myself how do i give back and support in useful non-harmful ways with the same radical generosity that i have been shown how do i move on from solidarity to active allyship and what does that look like as i write this piece i'm afraid i'm going to get things wrong These issues are complex, far bigger than me, and I feel out of depth. I don't know every context and every nuance, and there's a temptation to not even try and engage, but I cannot exclude them through fear of being wrong. I have to do the best I can with the knowledge and empathy I have now. Let myself and others learn from whatever happens, take it on board and keep going. Our movement is inevitable and unstoppable. We're going to keep doing our work and bringing our excellence. We want to see it, we need it. And we'll rise, we'll strengthen ourselves with joy. We'll come together make memes that keep laughing, try and recreate our childhood meals, speak every language we know, no matter how clunky they taste. We live through this. We inherit everything. Come take your thrones. Ascension. Definition, noun. The action of rising to an important position or higher level. With thanks to Tope Anunaga, Simran Upul, Amani Sayeed, Gabriel Akamo, Alex Rouse and Troy Kabida. If you've been affected by the themes in this podcast, check out the episode description for information, resources and support lines.